Starbucks and then we start to dance and I'm singing like Girl, you know I want your love Your love was handmade for somebody like me Come on now, follow my lead I may be crazy, don't mind me Say, boy, let's not talk too much Grab on my waist and put that body on me Come on now, follow my lead Come on now, follow my lead I'm in love with the shape of you We push and pull like a magnet too Although my heart is falling too I'm in love with your body And last night you were in my room And on my bed she'd smile like you Every day discovering something brand new I'm in love with your body Oh why, oh why, oh why, oh why I'm in love with your body Oh why, oh why, oh why, oh why I'm in love with your body Oh why, oh why, oh why, oh why I'm in love with your body Every day discovering something brand new I'm in love with the shape of you Come on, be my baby, come on 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 From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. For the latest news from Pembrokeshire, I'm Jonathan Twig. Stuart Morris, age 52, of Baselli Placement for Haven, was jailed yesterday for five years and nine months for selling cocaine. Morris was arrested on May the 4th and found to be in possession of 64 grams of cocaine at a high purity rate of more than 80% and released pending further investigations by the police, although he could have been charged and then remanded into custody. On August the 22nd, a further 64 grams of cocaine was found at his home where he admitted the intended supply. Rebecca Thomas of Johnson and Dallin Griffiths of Pembroke Dock admitted to a joint charge of arson with the intent of endanger life when they appeared from custody at Swansea Crown Court last week. The incident occurred in August at the Mount Estate Milford Haven and both Thomas and Griffiths will now be sentenced on November the 15th following the preparation of individual reports. Councillor Michael John questioned the proposed new access from the A40 bypass for Haverford West's £48.7 million school at a policy and overview meeting last week after it emerged it is yet to be agreed with more questions identified despite two years of discussions. Councillor Bob Kellerman, the Cabinet Member of Finance, highlighted a change in staff at the Trunk Road Agency had resulted in a delay of planning application for the new entrance which was within the site boundary and avoiding an area of specific scientific interest. But the Trunk Road Agency don't want the council application to proceed because there's more questions they want to ask. Although delay in the 21st century school build was not an option due to increased costs, and it will proceed with a different entrance if absolutely necessary. Pembrokeshire Tournament Awards finalists for the ceremony at Meadowhouse Holiday Park Amroth on November the 7th have been announced, with winners qualifying for the regional and possibly national awards. Dennis O'Connor, Tourism Liaison Manager for Pembrokeshire, said, Working closely with the various sectors that make up the tourism industry in Pembrokeshire means that we are in the best position to see the continuous effort made to keep the county as a destination of choice for thousands of visitors each year. In the best local attraction competition for the coveted award, there will be a fierce battle between Pembroke Castle, Heatherton World of Activities, Folly Farm Adventure Park and Zoo, and Tempe Dinosaur Park. 
members of the Policy and Pre-Decision Overview and Scrutiny Committee of Pembrokeshire County Council were asked to consider the, for the potential of additional income for the council by raising fees at Parkwind Crematorium at its meeting last week. The current cost of cremation is £595 and the Welsh average £753. The committee approved an amended recommendation that it supported in principle increasing the price of cremation to the Welsh average for local authorities. Councillor Reverend Hugh George stated implementing a major increase in crematorium charges needs to be looked at legally and morally. Cabinet Member for Finance Councillor Bob Kilimanster stated money would be spent to improve the cremation facilities. The Always Radio Breakfast Show presenter Toby Ellis was one of those who assisted nearly 400 young people to enjoy spinning the decks alongside skills in getting creative with photography and perfecting their skating skills at the Under the Bridge project this summer. The Friday Light project ran for six weeks during the school holidays, coordinated by Milford Youth Matters and funded by the Port Authority of Milford Haven and the David Powers Police and Crime Commissioners Community Fund, in an area in which people regularly congregate where each nightly session created a positive atmosphere within Milford Haven. In local sport, Holders Millers Bridge moved into the second round of the Senior Cup with a convincing 10-1 victory over Division 3 side Camrose. Strikers Nathan Green and Adam Hawkins both netting four times. Last season's runner-up, Keiru beat local rivals Tenby 4-0 with former Denby strikers Sam Christopher and Jordan Richards netted for the Rooks, who were joined in the hat by Division 2 leaders Handleton, Milford Athletic and Penna Robbins. Claverson Road had seven scorers in their 14-0 success over Letterson, led by veteran Martin Tweedy with four, whilst the top tie between Old Adversaries, Goodick United and Haken United at Phoenix Park went the way of the home side 2-1. Wayne O'Sullivan, Goodick's manager, spoke to Pure West Radio Sport post-match and was asked how pleased he was to see his side progress. Very pleased. I thought we uh, sat back a bit too much second half, um, but the conditions were hard. Um, I thought we used the conditions well first half. Um, got a 2-0 read. Uh, when it was 1-0 up, I knew that we needed that second goal, that second cushion. Um, again, second half was tough because of the conditions, but to be honest, overall, boys boys are putting a superb shift, um, and overall, I thought we deserved it. I'm Jonathan Twigg, and you're up to date with all your latest Pembroke news on Pure West Radio. And thank you to Jonathan for our news. And you are here with me now. I am Ronnie J. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. Don't ask me why. <laughs> it's a good start to the show. And you're here with me on POS Radio from 9 till 11 with my ramblings and rantings and who knows what. But I'm going to start us off, as I always do, with a little bit of ACDC and Thunderstruck. <laughs> Thank you. 
And what a start to the show. This is Ronnie J with her ramblings and goodness knows what the heck's going to come out tonight. I would like to start off the show by saying, I know it's not until tomorrow, but a very, very, very happy birthday to my awesome son, Harley Reese, living over there in Enniscorty in Ireland in County Wexford there. Um, have a great day tomorrow. I know you will. Whatever happens, because your gorgeous lady, Amy, will be looking after you. But we're not going to go any further. Um, I know you've got a Dungeon and Dragons meeting tonight, so I want to say also hi to Sarah, Charlie, Keith, Graham and Channon. Channon. I know I'm going to get it wrong, but you're included in there, darling, as well. So have a great evening, guys, and a very, very happy birthday to you, Harls. Uh, can't wait to see you, missing you all the time, and love you loads. The next song is for you. I've given you a bit of Learn to Fly by the Foo Fighters. Hope that holds okay. And then we're going to have Mama Do the Hump by Rizzle Kicks. I'm in that mode tonight, so watch out. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
Dancing and singing. Um, I've had a message in. Uh, sorry, Harley. I've got to add to the uh, birthday uh, wish for you uh, from us all. It's from Chrissy, Sophie, Ali, Dad, um, Harley. No, not Harley. What's the other one? Oh, Damien <laughs> and Tony and Gav. It's from all of us. All right. And I apparently I got told off because I didn't mention everybody's name. So have a great birthday. Enjoy your Dungeons and Dragons tonight. And I will be going Facebook Live 
for those of you who have joined me, thank you so much. I will be on Facebook Live as soon as I hit the button. Where are we? I've hit the button. Wish me luck. Um, I was going to have a good old ramble and rant tonight about all sorts of weird and wonderful things. Um, but I, I've kind of got to the stage where I, I walked into a situation after I finished work and I kind of thought, well, hang on, you know, uh, situations happen, mistakes can be made, principles are done, yeah. Um, you know, the, the people that made the mistake apologise. But then you've got the, the, the people that just keep it going. Why? Why do they keep it going? Hi, Nigel on the bins. Thank you for joining me, darling, and well done on your video, babe. Um, why Why do people keep it going? You know, the the point has been put across. The mistake was made. The 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 apology has been given. It, it's done. Why do Why do we keep it going? I I I really don't understand it. Um, but that was it. Was kind of I walked in after um finishing work, and. Honest, I just wanted a quiet pint. Yeah, you can guess where I was. But it was it's just kind of strange how it, it did make me think that we don't let things go. Uh, that there's a lot of people out there. I mean, I'm I'm fairly easygoing. It's it's like, you know, I'm I'm human, you know, I have arguments. Um but once I've said my piece, that's it. It's done, it's over, it's finished. Uh I, I don't keep it going because I think what's the point? And but there are people that do that. And it it's just kind of sad in some respects because what does it gain us? Does it gain us anything at all by keeping a situation going rather than saying, okay, that's fine, it's done, I, I accept this, this has happened, that's happened, end of. But we don't, you know. But, uh, yeah, just it, it just made me think tonight about sort of like, well... Why the hell do we keep it going? What's the point of it? Um, hi, Jonathan Twig, my darling. How are you? Thank you for joining me tonight. Um, you can text me as well on 60777 if you, if you aren't on Facebook. I mean, I am live on the POS Radio Facebook page. Um, needless to say, when I put music on, I will be pausing the video and restarting it once the music is finished because Facebook doesn't like the music that I play. So please rejoin me afterwards. Um... The other thing I was going to go on about was um, protests. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're all sitting there going, oh, my God, she's off again. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's. it's been quite strange. And I'm not against people having their say and saying, you know, putting out what they believe in, what they believe is right. Don't get me wrong. I have absolutely no problem with that. Um, but it's surprising over the last three or four weeks how many different types of protests have been not only in, in Halford West, obviously, where we're based, but um, over Pembrokeshire as a whole. Um, there's been quite a few different types of protests. Obviously, the um, climate change one um, this week, or the two this week, sorry, I should say, have been in and around the news um, hi, Matthew on the drums page. Oh, hi. And hi, Charlie Skinner. Thanks for joining me, lovely. Um, yeah, I mean, that's <sighs> climate change, global warming, all that. Yes. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm not against it. Um, but when whoever it is, you know, whether it's protesting about pensions, taxes, 
um, business rates, um, Brexit, that B word, you know, um, whether whether it's anything to do with that. When it causes disruption to people's lives, um, it doesn't, to me, you know, bode well. Um, I saw a lot of comments that were put up, some of which, you know, I don't really honestly believe should have been put up, but some, you know, people have freedom of speech. Hopefully they still have freedom of speech. (coughs) Excuse me. And there is nothing wrong with that. But, you know, some of the comments were a bit harsh, which I thought, yeah, okay, fine. But then another protest was held, which was a protest march to County Hall and totally different, totally different situation. Um, Protests that have been on Castle Square about various things over the last few weeks. It's nice in one respect. I know it sounds crazy, I know. But in one respect, it's nice to see people actually getting up and going, hang on, you know, we're not going to put up with this anymore. You know, we're not going to sit back and let everybody walk all over us. And, And that, to me, is a good thing. You know, we all deserve to stand up and say you know this is what we think this is what we believe the sad part for me is there's not always the respect there for people that don't necessarily agree um you know every one of us are different we're all human we all have our own free thinking minds and it you know we don't always agree with what other people say and it's sad when the respect isn't there to say, well, hang on, yeah, all right, you may not agree with me, but I respect the fact that. Or, yes, you know, I may not agree with you, but respect that fact. You know, and it just seems to me quite sad because while we're arguing over those those little things, and which I know it sounds like I'm demeaning it, I'm not, but in the whole big broad spectrum of things, you know, respect for other people's opinions is a massive, massive thing. And while we're arguing with those people that don't necessarily agree with us, um, what we're doing or what we're standing up and talking about and saying, hey, we're not, you know, we're not going to stand for this, is getting lower and lower on the scale because what's becoming higher and higher is the fact that, oh, my God, you don't agree with me. Ah. No, it... Everybody is different. Everybody's different. And that is why we are such an amazing world. Because if we were all the same, God alone knows we'd be boring. You know, basically, deep down, a lot of us are, you know, if we were all the same, we'd all be boring. Whereas when you do have that difference, yeah, talk about it. I, I've had people that I've had conversations with that I haven't necessarily agreed with. And I will be honest. And I've turned around and said, well, hey, no, I'm sorry. I don't agree with you. But this is what I think. By the time we finish sitting and having the conversation, I don't say I've necessarily changed my mind. But what they've said has made me perhaps rethink about what I'm thinking about. And at the same time, if you're with somebody that has respect for that, you can do the same to them. And they've come back. Well, hang on. I haven't thought about it that way. Now, when you're disrupting people's lives and people's workplace, etc., etc., to me, you know, that's, that's not necessarily getting your point across in the best way. And it doesn't matter what 
you're protesting about. I'm not, I mean, yes, we all know what happened this week. I'm not specifically picking on that because there are other protests that have, have done that in the past in so many ways. And we can also go right back to the suffragettes when they changed them, chained themselves to railings. Um, it's not a new thing. Getting up, saying what you think and, you know, for what you believe in is not a new thing. But people aren't quite as accepting of the way some things go um, in the way some things are handled when people do get up and say what they think. Um, but I totally believe in the fact that, you know, get up there. If you've got something to say. I mean, I was reading the other day, <clears throat> excuse me, I was reading the other day that the UK as a whole are one of the least complaining people in services. As in, you go to a shop, you get something, you're not happy with it. Oh, well, I'm not going to bother taking it back. Now, we will complain about the weather, number one. We will complain about the price of things. We complain about this, that and the other. But when it comes to business services that we require or that we need, we are, as a whole, the least complaining people. Why? Why are we quite happy to sit there and moan about the weather and complain about the weather to whoever will listen? And yes, I'm as guilty of that as the next person. But why are we prepared to do that and yet not complain about a service that we've received that isn't exactly what we want? We don't do it. And it just seems a bit strange. You know, we... we you know, you go to a supermarket. No, I'm not mentioning names. Um, but you, you know, you go to a supermarket and you get something. You know, I've gone, done it before. I've gone to a supermarket, brought my veg home and realized, my God, half of this isn't right. It's, it's rotten. It's not going to keep. It's not going to last. And I'm as guilty as the next person. I will be honest. And I'll go, well, I can cut that bit off, cut that bit off and we can use that. Instead of going back to that supermarket and going, excuse me, this ain't right. Can you help me? Can you do something about it? Um, why don't we do it? I don't know. Something to think about while I've been having a ramble. I don't know. I am definitely rambling. It's going to be one of them nights where I'm just going to go from one subject to another. So keep up if you can. But you can text me on 60777. Start your message with PWR. Otherwise, I don't get it and somebody else does. Um, you can join me on Facebook Live on our POS Radio page. Apart from when music is on, in a few seconds, I am going to put some music on for us because I can. Um, so uh, I will be restarting the video afterwards. So please, please remember to join me again because otherwise I'm going to sit here on my own and cry because I can. I'm going to give you a little bit of kiss. Mwah! Crazy, crazy nights. Woo!
change me Cause that's who I am was Kiss with Crazy Crazy Nights. We do have a lot of them when I'm on Yes I Know. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah, Roadworks. <laughs> the bane of our lives at the moment. Um, I am back on Facebook Live if you care to join me. As I said, you can also text me 60777. Start your message with PWR so I can get it. And uh, whatever you've got on your mind tonight, let it out. I don't care. But roadworks, yes. Tree cutting, roundabout building and roads being resurfaced. Um, Luckily, in some respects, they are doing it in the evening. But then it means we get up in the morning and we go, uh, okay, what do we do now? Where do we go? And uh, I know there's been quite a few comments on the new roundabout at a certain place in town. Um, yeah, it's, I think the jury's still out on that one. Some people agree that it's probably better. Other people go, yeah, no, it's not. So I, I think it depends on the, the person who's driving at the time. As a passenger, I sit there and shut my eyes anyway. So we don't care. <laughs> but yeah, road, the roadworks, the traffic lights just seem to be everywhere. And it doesn't matter where you go. I mean, I was doing my school run this afternoon and... Um, Caniston Bridgeway, they, they're doing the trees there. Um, what I can't understand is if they can do a majority of the roadworks, etc., at night, why can't do they do the rest of it at night? Why has it got to be done during the day? Maybe somebody out there's got the answer, I don't know. But to me, it just seems to be, well, you know, during the night, yes, there is still traffic. We know, you know, bless you, you've got your night workers. Um, doing the graveyard shifts and uh, those coming home from doing their their last shifts, whatever. Um, so yeah, there there is traffic around, agreed, but not as much as obviously during the day, and at school time, obviously. Um, but why is it it's not all done at night? Is is there a reason for that, or is it just well, yeah, we'll do most of it at night, but we're really gonna mess up some people by doing it during the day and put all these traffic lights up just to hold traffic up when there's already holdups anyway. I don't know. It's one of those things. Um, as I said, maybe somebody out there has got the answer. Maybe somebody can turn around and say to me something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it just seems to me that at the moment, um, with, with the autumn winter coming on, there just seems to be absolutely a horrendous amount of roadworks and traffic lights and everything being really done now. Um, I can understand, obviously, they're not going to do it to the tour- tourist season because... 
that would make it even more horrendous. But maybe they could have blocked a few caravans. No, 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 I'm not going down that road. <laughs> and yeah, I know there's somebody out there definitely agreed with what I mumbled. Um, but yeah, I mean, they just seem to be everywhere. And the tree cutting. Um, I did read the reason why. It's to do with the, the Dutch elm disease and with the trees, which is rather sad. Um, to see some of these an amazingly, you know, old, and you know they're old, trees that are having to be cut back, cut down due to this this disease, this Dutch elm disease. Um, and it, it is sad. It's so sad because those some of those trees have probably been around a lot longer than an awful lot of us. Um, thank you, Al, my lovely. Uh, <laughs> I love you too. It, it, but it is very, very sad to see um, that these trees that have survived goodness knows what through Mother Nature um, and, you know, through all the storms and uh, lightnings and snow and everything that they've, they've been through through God knows how many years, um, all of a sudden are having to be cut back and, and cut down because of um, this Dutch elm disease. And it it it's really does, yeah, you know, make me wonder. The Dayglow paint, yes, the Dayglow paint, Alan, is to do with um, this Dutch elm disease. I was reading about it. Um, the, the the paint on the trees and I think as well the orange there's orange strips of material I don't know if somebody wants to come back to me and let me know for definite if that's what it is but I believe it, it is something to do with this cutback um, and of of the trees with the with the Dutch elm disease um, because apparently it, it does spread very very quickly um, which needless to say we don't want we like our trees we need our trees you know, which goes back to our global war. Yeah, we need our trees. I mean, without trees, what are, you know, what is, what's this planet? Um, I mean, the, the planet, bless it, is a living thing. And like all living things, human, animal, vegetable, mineral, whatever, if you live, you die at some point. And our planet is slowly dying. Um, hopefully not in the next few generations lifetimes you know i mean you, you dread to think that far ahead but eventually our planet will die and goodness knows what's going to happen you know maybe we'll all be whisked off onto another planet who knows but at the same time um yeah man is not actually helping it you know we're speeding it along somewhat so again it goes back to that freedom of speech freedom of choice and what we all decide to do and everybody's different um, what does the blue paint mean? The blue paint means that it's not a tree. I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe somebody can come back with that one. Um, what's what's the blue paint for on the trees? Um, I, I, as I said, I did read it that I think the orange paint is for the trees that need to be cut back, but uh, the blue paint I don't know. So I don't know if somebody wants to um, come back to me with that to to let me know. Um, as I say, it's something personally I don't know myself. I hadn't read about that bit. Um, so you see, I I don't actually do my um, my research a little bit. I don't really know why sometimes because I just ramble anyway. And you sit there and you go, for God's sake, woman, will you shut up? Uh, yeah, okay, I would, but you know, I I don't know what what. <sighs> my ramblings tonight are really strange because I've had so many things in my head so yeah, over the week that I've thought, oh, that would be good to have a ramble about, or that would be good to have a ramble. And to be quite honest, I've had a blonde senior moment, I've forgotten half of them. So if any of you... Hi, Leah, thank you for joining me, lovely. 
uh, Leah Ring, Rebecca Ring. Hey, hey to you too, my lovely. Um, so if anybody wants to have a ramble with me, um, get on over to our Facebook page. I am live. While the music is on, I, as I said, I will be pausing it um, and I will be coming back and restarting the video. So please rejoin me after. Um, you can text me on 60777. Start with PWR so I get it. So if anybody wants to have a ramble or wants me to have a ramble for you, I mean, I can. you can stay anonymous. Just, just come on. Hey, let's have a ramble about this one. I'm just going to stop the video for a minute and I'm going to give us, what should I give us? Should I give us a bit of music? Yeah, we'll have the vamps. Ooh, oh, Cecilia, you're breaking my heart. Cecilia, you're breaking my heart. Everything except you You moved out of my heart Still got the bruise I'd give it all back To be next to you I turn my radio up And it's just my luck
love the way that song ends. I really do. That was the vamps with Oh Cecilia. You're breaking my heart. Um, I am going straight back now live. Um, oh dear, I forgot to put a title on my radio. Oh, but it's part three. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's one of them nights here. It's one of them nights. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to be rambling. But I'm so chilled and so mellow at the moment. Um, I'm not really sure what I want to ramble about. But as I said before, if anybody has anything they'd like me to ramble about, then uh, please let me know. I I will quite happily ramble for you. Um, I don't have a problem with that. (laughs) Um, You know, we've covered the roadworks. You know, we've covered the the few main things. Um, (sighs) Debenham's closing. Oh my goodness! Wow, everybody's goes so 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 disappointed. I've been in there once. I will admit I've only been in there once, um, and and that was only because I had to wait for an appointment at the hospital. And I thought, well, let's have a look. Um, and there was a coat there, and I I really liked this coat. And, and I went in there, and hubby said to me, "Oh, it's on the sale." And he thought, "Hey, luck's in here. It's on the sale." Yeah, I looked at the price. And I went, "Yeah, right. I wouldn't even pay for that if it wasn't on the sale." Uh, Sad for the staff, I will admit, and hopefully they will, you know, find new jobs and, and, you know, hopefully won't be out of work too long, especially this time of year. So that side of it is sad. So, you know, my my thoughts are going out to all the people that are losing their jobs there. But um, I I don't know how many people, um, I I suppose there must be a lot of people that do shop out of town. Um, I will admit I don't. Um, I very rarely go out of town to shop. Um, if I do, it's, you know, somewhere special, like, you know, sort of Carmarthen or Swansea, whatever. But to actually shop up in the industrial estate, like at Boots, um, as it was Debenhams, Sports Direct. I mean, Sports Direct is probably one of the few places I will go to. Um, but how many people genuinely, you know, really shop out of town? It's... It's it's kind of strange. I mean, it's it's sad that it's closing, but at the same time, um, is that because of lack of footfall going into the shop? Is it because we are doing more stuff online? Um, as we we know, I mean, a lot of a, a lot of tech sort of internet savvy people know there's there's a lot more deals and bargains that you can get from online. Um, is that what we're doing more? Is that why a lot of these places are closing? Thomas Cook, you know, sadly. I mean, Thomas Cook has been around for years and years. And all of a sudden, they're not there anymore. And it, it's, in some respects, it's quite sad because these are companies that a lot of us, I suppose, in some respects, grew up with. Whether we used them or not, you know, they were there. You know, you remember adverts that they'd put on the telly, especially after the summer holidays, like, now book your next summer holiday. Hang on, I haven't finished paying for this one yet. But you know what I mean? It's it's one of those things. Um, is it the simple fact that we, we can do so much more for ourselves? Um, Matthew Page uh, talks of Primark going in there, apparently in Debenhams. A lot of people, from what I've seen on online, would prefer it. Um, I'm not saying yes or no to that because I haven't shopped in ooh, Primark for quite a number of years. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So I'm not, you know, going to go for or against that because 
as I said, it's not a shop I know that brilliantly. Um, but there are so many things that we now do online. I mean, we order simple things like our groceries. We order online. Um, you know, clothing. Anything you want, you can get online. And in a lot of circumstances, you can get it cheaper. So is that sadly why a lot of these firms that have been around for years are now have gone into liquidation or they're closing down their shops? Um, are we not using the high street as much? And for a town like Harford, I mean, and a lot of other small towns around Pembrokeshire and not just Pembrokeshire, but everywhere, it, does that mean that it's going to start dying a death again? I mean, we have so many empty buildings in town itself um, where people have tried to make a go of things, sadly haven't been able to. Um, I'm, As anyone knows that listens regularly to my show, um, I'm a big advocate of shopping locally and shopping um, at the local stores and the local shops because once they go, I mean, they're not consortiums they're not big companies they're small small businesses and if they go then all we've got left are the big you know big companies big consortiums and as good as they can be I'm personally I don't always find that the the staff the service is always as good because they don't have time you know, they're, they're always going on to the next shelf fill or the next customer service or the next queue to do the tills or, you know, the next customer. Whereas your, your local shops, they've got time for you. And if it's a place you use regularly, they get to know you. You know, if you go somewhere locally for a coffee, um, you go in there regularly, they're going to go, yeah, okay, you want one of these types of coffee. And I'm not even going to mention any types of coffee because I know there are so many out there that I haven't got a clue what the hell they are. You know, you could put one in front of me and I go, yeah, that's coffee with a blim look on top. Um, you could give me another one and go, well, what's that? I mean, you can get shots for your coffee. Now. Oh, my God. I found that out today. Shots for your coffee. Oh, I'm a bad guy. I'm so sad. I need a life. I do need a life. But I don't go out to coffee shops. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, but I'm you know it's there's so much out there now, and as I said, if you're a local in a in a small business shop, uh, if if you're a regular customer, sorry, in a, in a small business, they're going to know you. They're going to know what you come in for. They're going to know what you need. They're going to have time for you. And even. Um, I know a lot of tourists I've spoken to over the last few few months when we've had sort of tourist grockle season that they love the little shops. They they do, that's what they go and look for. And I think if we're all honest, if we go away and we go away on holiday, we don't tend to look for the major supermarkets or the major shops. We look for the little ones. We look for the ones that are out of the way. And... If we can do it when we go on holiday, why can't we do it when we're at home? Why why can't we keep that going when we're at home? Um, you know, I think it's just... Some things we get so used to, and until it's pointed out that it's either going to be no longer there, or it's starting to struggle, 
is when we suddenly go, oh, well, I should have shopped there. Well, yeah, maybe we should do. You know, that they are our local little shops, our local little businesses that are there for us. Not just tourists, not just people that come to visit. They are there for us. And as I said, maybe, you know, we need to do a little bit of tourist shopping ourselves. Um, as I said, when we, I know when I go away, um, I don't tend to look. I mean, all right, I might go to a big supermarket for food or... But then nine times out of ten, you go to the local chippy or the local restaurant... Um, but you do, you look for the out-of-way places for things that are different. Things that you wouldn't normally see. And, you know, maybe we should do that more here, at home. Um, to give our, our small businesses a chance. Because if the big businesses are starting to fail, you know, where's it going to put our small businesses? You know, it, it's, it's very, 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 very scary. Um, I'm going to put a bit more music on, um, simply because I just realised I'm running out of time here. <laughs> this hour has gone so quick and I didn't even realise it. Um, I, um, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I'm going to put on a little bit of, oh, what should we have? What should we have for you? We'll have a bit of musical youth and who remembers this one and who's going to sit out there and sing it. Um, we'll have a bit of Pastor Duchy, musical youth. I'm going to end my live video once again because Facebook doesn't like my music and I will be back after the news to have more of a ramble and you can join me, Ronnie J, with my ramblings of an older woman after all this lot's gone on next. This generation rules the nation with version. The food of love Sounds to really make you rub and scrub Sounds for them when I'm willing to leave them Bang, believe, 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 believe I say Pass the dochi pani left hand side Pass the dochi pani left hand side It a go bun Give me the music, make me jump and fly It a go done